Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. It's always a pleasure when I have the opportunity to talk to economic development people from across coastal Mississippi. And just now, that conversation with David Parker from the Economic Development Department in Gulfport was one that I really enjoyed. And uh, if you have the opportunity to go to the festival this weekend, you, I think you'll be glad you did. Now let's shift gears and move over to my friend, Ashley Edwards, the CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council. How you doing, Ashley? I'm doing great, Ricky. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. And look, one of the things I keep hearing from an economic development point of view is that since the governor made his decision to move forward, to, to end the supplement, had to, that time frame had to run out. But since he did, people are, are having better luck hiring people. Sort of what are you hearing? What's the state of affairs in that regard these days? I do think hiring is picking up. Um, it, it needs to pick up a long way because there's a lot of jobs available out there. Um, you know, and, and I actually was doing an interview with uh, with another member of the media yesterday and talking about the fact that, you know, we're not just talking about service sector industries. I, I mean, we're seeing it across the board. Every, everything from hospitals hiring doctors, uh, you know, Ingalls is about to hire 3,000 shipbuilders, uh, everyone in the service sector, hospitality, tourism, uh, retail. I mean, there are jobs everywhere you look. Uh, and the great thing about it is, you know, their jobs at all salary ranges. Um, it's not just your, your lower end uh, salary ranges on the job. So, you know, I think things are looking up. Uh, certainly, I think we're going to have a, a robust summer. Man, have, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen some of the news. I'm sure you have. Uh, casinos hitting, having record months right now. Um, retail sales hitting records. I mean, w- wow. Um, this is the best thing we could have possibly dreamed of coming out of the pandemic. David Parker talked about the numbers at the Mississippi Aquarium, um, you know, hotel, you know, he doesn't know if there's even any vacancies for, for uh, this weekend. And then you look at uh, uh, the, the occupancy for ho- hotels during the week is up. In some cases, they're maxed out. It really is incredible. I think it's a combination of things. One is obviously we're restarting the economy. You know this. But the other is that our, our tourism industry leaders and our casino industry leaders did a fantastic job of recognizing that 80% of the people who came here before the pandemic came here in cars. And so they laid the groundwork strategically so that as this thing, well, see, we've been doing pretty well. We've been, our numbers have been some of the best in the country, if not in the world during the pandemic, but coming out of it, all that work, all that groundwork they laid in place is really beginning to pay off now. I mean, the pent up demand is significant around the world and people are coming to coastal Mississippi in droves. Well, I think the thing that you know, you and I talked a lot about this last year during the pandemic and that there were economists out there nationally that were predicting uh, that the Mississippi Gulf Coast would be one of the 10 hardest hit regions in the country because of our reliance on tourism, our reliance on gaming. And we actually worked. Uh, that did not come to pass goes to show how great of a job our local businesses did, uh, our tourism leadership, our local mayors. You know, the fact that we were able to come through, I mean, you look at Las Vegas' numbers. They were abysmal. Las Vegas had one of the worst years that they've ever had and probably ever will have. And, you know, we were not down nearly that much. So, uh, I mean, what a great place to be. I mean, as we as we say every day. But, I mean, this is, this is really, uh, really going to be a great summer, I think. 
Yeah, I posted a story this morning about education in Mississippi and the school districts that literally stayed virtual the entire pandemic. And this is not a conversation about that. But the point I wanted to make and the point I made on the on the show was we were incredibly lucky here in coastal Mississippi. There's always going to be an exception or two. But as a general rule, the leadership across every single spectrum, you know, the public sector, the nonprofit sector, the education sector, the tourism sector, across all sectors, they were in alignment around what it, we needed to do to survive living within the pandemic and then by laying that groundwork it was going to enable us to come out of the pandemic faster so man we were we man we're lucky i mean we're lucky across every single dimension that we had great leadership and it's paying off now it really is you're an expert at this but and you know it better than anybody but leadership matters it absolutely matters it's not just a word that we use uh that sounds good i mean it, it makes the difference and and we can see that difference being made. And let me just, I'll put in one quick plug. I've been working collaboratively with a lot of great leaders across the coast, Paige Roberts over the Jackson County Chamber, uh, Georgia Story out at Singing River Hospital, many, many others, too many to name, uh, really trying to figure out how we're going to get our number of vaccinations up. And we're talking about how great things are going, how robust the economy is, all of that is true. But I just ask people out there that haven't gotten a vaccine, you know, honor these workers. Uh, honor these people that have made it through the pandemic, keeping our economy going by getting a vaccine and making sure that you don't contribute to the problem. We ought to be the first mm -hmm. region in the country that doesn't have any COVID cases happening day after day. Uh, you think that the number of tourists is high now. Imagine if uh, we were on the national news and they were saying, wow, look at what the Mississippi Gulf Coast has done. Uh, they've got incredible vaccination rates compared to other areas of the southeast. You'd have people flocking here in droves. I mean, so, you know, it's it's a smart thing to do for people personally, but it's a very smart thing to do economically. Get your vaccines. Well, we've been we've been talking about it on the show, obviously, every chance we get. But that new Delta strains in 60 countries, it represents about six percent of the cases in America today. And the COVID vaccines that we have today are very effective against it. And here's the sad part about this, man. It seems like at least once every few days, I hear of a case. Either someone has died, that I, that is either someone I know or someone I know knows that person, or I find out that someone else is on a ventilator. And while the numbers are down, there's no question the numbers are down, the hospitals uh, are still dealing with these cases. And for every person, every vulnerable person who got COVID, gets COVID today, who did not get the vaccine, man, you know, they caught it from somebody. And, and the one thing that Lee Bond keeps saying, I think he says it so well, this is the time to be selfless. This is the time to think of other people other than yourself. Because even if you may not be hit hard by it, if you get it, you can still spread it. And his message is, please be selfless. If you're thinking about the tourism industry and how critical it is to our economy, I think that let's be selfless to our economy. Because the reality is, you're right, that our numbers are low. Somebody sent me a note the other day and said, what's behind your low numbers? And how is that going to impact tourism? Uh, and, you know, we're having to give vaccinations back, as you, as you know. Um, it's not a good message right now. And eventually, maybe it may, it's not hurting us today, but maybe it's going to hurt us a month or two down the road. We, we need to be paying attention to that. Any other word on the vaccinations before we shift gears? There's no reason for anybody to needlessly die at this point, right? 
I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I made a post on social media this morning. I just said, you know, I, I keep hearing people say, well, you know, all this stuff about vaccines, it's fear mongering. We've got to stop treating fear like it's some kind of a, a thing to be ashamed of. You know, our, our ancestors uh, as cavemen, uh, they evolved the ability to have fear because that kept them from getting eaten by, uh, you know, a, a saber-toothed tiger. It kept them alive so they mm. can continue species. And, you know, we, we have not evolved that much that we suddenly uh, have to look at fear as if somehow that's an irrational thing to have. I mean, you know, hey, uh, go get a vaccine. Live your life. Um, <laughs> there's nothing about my life right now that's any different than it was in 2019. I, I mean, I'm going to restaurants. I'm going shopping in places. And my family's vaccinated. And it doesn't. I don't even think twice about it. Uh, and I know there are other people that are also not thinking twice about it who aren't vaccinated. Uh, but why not? I mean, what do you have to lose? Get the vaccine. It's free. It's easy. Uh, you don't even feel it. Get it. Uh, and, then, and, you, and look, be a leader, right? I mean, we're talking about leadership. Lead. Show your friends and family, hey, this is the right thing to do. This is the selfless and responsible thing to do. I, I could not be more passionate about this issue because I really feel like you're exactly right. And I think about all the waiters and waitresses and service industry sector members out there who, who had to work every day and night throughout COVID uh, at great risk to their own health and their family's health, uh, they've got an opportunity now to make tips and to make their money back and to, to make up for what they've lost. So, you know, let's honor them by getting our vaccines. Let's do it for them, if, even if we won't do it for ourselves. I totally agree. Like like Lee Bond, the CEO of Singer River Health System, says this is the moment to be selfless. Yep. Hey, so we just got through general elections uh, across the state of Mississippi and here in coastal Mississippi. Um, we have three new mayors. Uh, and the case of um, in the case of Gulfport and Biloxi, both of those mayors are reelected. And uh, let's, we, we, if you don't mind, let's just kind of do a quick review. First of all, as it relates to Gulfport, um not particularly surprised that Billy Hughes has been reelected. Um, he's been he's been a terrific mayor. Actually, David Parker said it best. He's not only focused and not only has like high goals, but he's also fun. He likes to have a good time and enjoy enjoy what he does. And he's very right about that. But he's focused on the blue economy. He's focused on you know all this ancillary growth that can happen in downtown. He's focused on mixed use. Um, there's, you know, there's all all indicators are that Gulfport's going to continue to benefit greatly from Billy's leadership, isn't it? I think so. Uh, you know, Billy has incredible experience in government. Think about all the years he served in the state Senate very uh, as a very distinguished senator for South Mississippi. Uh, now as mayor of Gulfport, of course, you know, following up on George Slogel coming out of retirement and serving as mayor. Uh, Gulfport's on a great trajectory. There's no question about it. And, um, I, you know, I've I noticed one of the things that uh, Billy Hughes said in his, uh, you know, after he won was that, you know, he really wanted to focus on the blue economy. And that's smart. There, there's going to be five trillion dollars in new investment in the blue economy in the next 10 years globally. Uh, if Gulfport can get a percentage of that, it will uh, change things in Gulfport in a way that very few things have ever economically. I think he's uh, focused on the right things. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Hey, when we come back, we'll pick up uh, this this conversation about mayors and go over to uh, Fofo Gillich and Biloxi and, and talk about that as well. We'll be back after this break.
can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a conversation with Ashley Edwards, the CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council. And we're talking about uh, the general election that just uh, happened. And uh, we voted for three new mayors as it relates to this past general election. But keep in mind, two mayors had already been elected, the the mayor of Pascagoula and the mayor of Ocean Springs. So as uh, as Ashley Ashley pointed out, we actually have new mayors in all the cities of, of Jackson County, and we'll come back to that in a second. Let's move over to Fofo Gillage. No surprise there. No, not at all. Fofo came out of the gates running uh, whenever he became the mayor of Biloxi. Uh, you know, he's been, look, he's got more energy than just about anybody I've ever seen. Uh, I see Fofo out and about everywhere, and, uh, you know, he's got a lot of things going. I think, I think things are looking up really for all the cities on the coast, but Biloxi and Gulfport are leading the way. Uh, love a lot of the new downtown developments that are getting ready to, to happen in, in Biloxi. And, um, you know, I think we will continue to see Fofo Gillich uh, work very hard on trying to bring new investment to the city. That's been a big focus of his. Uh, and when you look at, uh, you know, building permits and construction starts, Biloxi has, has really been doing well. Well, he, he's obviously he's a he's a friend and he's someone I admire greatly. He's so smart. I mean, man, he's got a mathematics degree. He was in the in the software business for his entire career. Did extraordinarily well. And literally, when he solves a problem in the city, he's writing code in his head. It, it, it's just he's just an incredibly brilliant man who is so passionate about the city. It's just just incredible. Uh, let's move over to Ocean Springs, the next uh, kind of really key city for our community and we have an, another mayor holloway yeah absolutely you know um ocean springs interestingly you know connie moran was a longtime mayor there through katrina um mayor dobson obviously had came in and served a term and and now kenny holloway is going to be the mayor of ocean springs and you know you talk about a city with incredible potential uh you know real estate prices in ocean springs are incredible uh, the number of people that love Ocean Springs. I've got friends that live over in New Orleans who have bought summer homes out in Ocean Springs because they just love it so much. And, uh, you know, that's a city that uh, just has incredible potential. Uh, the creative economy, uh, sort of this, this new economic evolution that we see with their downtown area. It'll be interesting to see what happens there in the next four years. Uh, but, you know, I tell you, never count out Ocean Springs. Ocean Springs is a special place. It's a special place, and they know themselves, and they are very active, and democracy is alive and well there, and they debate and whatever, but at the end of the day, they know their identity, and they know they have to have they have to have to development within the context of that identity, and they make sure that the development fits with the vision for the city. Kenny gets that. He comes from the real estate. He's a former entrepreneur and uh, loves the city. And one of the beautiful things about the city, and this is true about every city, but we're talking specifically about Ocean Springs, is the number of local people who are willing to invest in that community. It's incredible. We've seen that across the entire coast, by the way. It's happening big time in Pascagoula these days. But it's just amazing to watch it unfold. And every new development just announced, whether it be a, a boutique hotel, a new restaurant, or whatever it might be, man, 
I mean, it just takes him to a whole new level, doesn't it? Well, the thing that's so incredible to me about when you look at development at Ocean Springs, whether it's the Roost, uh, beautiful, incredible boutique hotels, some of the new ones that are coming online, you know, Ocean Springs is not doing anything different than Austin, Texas is doing. They're just doing it on a smaller scale. Um, I mean, they get it. You know, it's sort of the first rule of economic development is know thyself. Uh, and they understand who their target market is. They understand what their folks want. Uh, and they, they've been doing a lot of great things over there. My wife and I have really enjoyed uh, spending more time in Ocean Springs recently. And uh, it's, it's a great city. I, I think that there's going to I think the sky's the limit for what they could do over the next 10 years. So also new mayors in Gautier, Moss Point, Pascagoula. You know, what's your thoughts about all of that? Well, I think it's interesting. You know, Jackson County has always been a very strong county politically, uh, very strong legislative delegation there, uh, you know, very strong in economic development. Jackson County just really has always had their act together. Uh, and they've had some turnover, obviously. Uh, entire new slate of mayors last time around. And here we are again, entire new slate of mayors. Uh, but I like, you know, I like the folks that have been elected. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll just say something about Mayor Phil Torgerson from, from Gautier. He was a very honorable man. Uh, I don't think that there was ever a business council meeting in the last four years that he wasn't that he wasn't in person in attendance at. Uh, a guy that really believed in regional collaboration. So I wish him well. Uh, but it sounds like that was a, you know, a, a very uh, honorable and respectful race between he and a longtime council member. Uh, and I look forward to Mayor Vaughn's leadership and meeting him and working with him. Uh, you know, Pascagoula, as you said, a lot of new investment going on over there. Um, you know, I think that they've got some good things happening in Pascagoula, and, and they really need to see uh, some, some new investment coming into that city. And, of course, Moss Point, which is, you know, has, has had some troubles in, in uh, recent months with, uh, with the things happening with the old mayor, but they're uh, looking past that. Moss Point's got a tremendous amount of potential. Beautiful downtown, you know, the River City, mm -hmm. uh, just, a, just a beautiful place. Uh, I would love to see continued development in Moss Point. They're working on some good things up around the interstate. Uh, so I think Jackson County um, has its best years ahead, no doubt. And you and I know Paige Roberts really well and, and her leadership uh, with the board there at the at the uh, Jackson County Chamber really focused on community development and building a better place. They're doing work in all of the cities and they're focused on, on that. And the amount of, again, local investment that is taking place is incredible. And we've in a pre previous conversation, Paige and I talked about when people, you know, people have been around for a while. They think of Mossport, they think of that, uh, you know, the paper mill. Those days are long gone. And I mean, where they sit strategically is unbelievable, not just because of the river and the sense of place surrounding that, but as you pointed out, the I-10 corridor out there, what will happen there will be tremendous over the next 10 years. Well, you know, the thing that's so incredible, whether it's Mossport or Pascagoula, the number of people traveling to work at Chevron or Ingalls uh, or VT Halter, I mean, there's huge industries over there. And so just having the ability to take advantage, not only through uh, commercial development for all the traffic they get through there, but, you know, new residential development. Uh, there's so many people that go to work in Jackson County every day that don't live there. Uh, if they could figure out a way to get 20% more of those folks to live there, it would be a game changer in terms of tax revenues, in terms of the impacts on the schools. So, uh, you know, I, I look forward to the things that are ahead for Jackson County. 
I wish we could get into every single race across the coast. And before it's over, we will. We'll be inviting new mayors to come talk to us and share their visions and whatever. But for now, thank you, Ashley. I appreciate you taking time to just kind of break the ice on this general election and what we have to look forward to going forward. Thank you, Ricky. Have a good afternoon. You bet. See you you soon, man. Have a great day. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.